Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your host and guide, Jojo Pamaria and Saroma. Now, August is the second and final nature month in this water year that has opened up a new age in human evolution with mind-blowing changes. Nobody can dispute that this week. Navigating through relentless and disruptive shifts in climate and weather, deadly COVID variants, and the Great Resignation is daunting and traumatic, but we don't have to stay in victim mode. We can consciously choose to embrace the following cosmic truth. There's no going back. It's time for new learning, and we're all in this together. So join me as I guide you through a love-centered pathway forward to shifting up from what I'll talk about tonight, arrogance to reverence. But first, for those of you who may be listening into this live podcast broadcast, you can listen through this phone number if you have a problem with your internet connection. It is area code 563-999-3089. Again, that's 563-999-3089. And also, you may want to listen to it rather than having to be it. If you Zoom a lot like I do, you may just like, I just don't want to be in front of any kind of computer, and you may just want to listen over the phone for a change-up. Now, I will upload a video of my broadcast on Tuesdays to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, and you can ask me questions or share comments on my Facebook page, Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook group, Wisdom Walk Community, my website, www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com or in the comment section below the YouTube video. But now I invite you to sit or lie back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our souls and discover the true treasure of being human. Wow, folks. I had a stomach virus but old folks used to call when I was growing up, the grip, and it gripped me. And that was the week when we had astrologically in the planetary aspects all those oppositions and all those squares up against those trines and beautiful sextiles. It was crazy. It was crazy. So, and a lot of stuff has shifted, as we can see in the news, but I know for a lot of people on a personal level. So I'm happy to report that I was very obedient and I put myself in bed, ministered to myself with my homeopathic remedies that work, um, changed up my diet, um, and also got the message of what that was about for me emotionally and made sure I nurtured myself and tended myself as a result of that awareness so that I could be back here with you this week. Because I never usually do that. I never will cancel out um, a broadcast um, like that. So I was, I was not, I was not well. I was sick. It was not COVID, thank God. Um, but definitely, it was a big message to me that my immune system was out of balance. Yeah. 
so, of course, I'm working to get it back into balance. Shiitake mushrooms really rock, really rock. So I'm a little behind in getting my videos out. Also skip the week. I will add a week on, of course, so I can get through all of the three broadcasts that I did plan to do for you and YouTube's. But right now, before I do anything else, I want to invite you to join me as I invoke the ancestors, the persons whose shoulders are standing upon those for whom we wouldn't be here without their having chosen to be in this world. So I'm calling on all the ancestors this week because there's so much going on with the fires, even in Siberia, like burning up toward the Arctic. You know, it's incredible. Water mountain flooding. You know, the COVID variant just ravaging, ravaging hospitals here in, in the United States and around the world. Vietnam's in bad shape right now. I was told by somebody who come from, comes from there. Um, Turkey and Greece, you know, I mean, it's really, really big. And then yesterday they were brawling in front of the city hall in L.A. People who want to wear masks and stay safe and people who think it's all a hoax and that the government's trying to take control. Um, but, you know, it's really a really crazy tough time. So let's call on these ancestors and ask them for help to get us through all of this chaos, all of this disruption of this opening in the age of Aquarius. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your blessing and your mercy in our lives and for yet another opportunity to call upon you and to open up to receiving your greater will and blessings. Mm. And so, Creator, we're calling out to the ancestors, your great emissaries that are the go-between between us and you and those who have walked this earth plane and who now have a better understanding of what it is to be in this 3D reality, in this dimension of the earth plane, and who are able to help us. So ancestors, 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 we are calling out to you because we need help. We need your help, and we need it now because we have so many unprecedented changes, so many things shifting up, so many things affecting our lives, both individually and collectively, that we really don't know what to do. We don't know enough of what to do. So help us, help us, help us, all the people who are going through illness, losing their homes through fire, all of the different kinds of things that are going on. Please send us relief, send us help right now, right now, right now. And guide us, guide us to this new learning that we need to be embracing and to the new ways in which we are to be in relationship to our earth. Mm. And Creator, I ask and thank you for the blessing of the ancestors and for their help, guidance, and love. In the name of all that is holy, I say, Amen. Asheho, Asashinka, Bisiva, and so it is. So, something I learned as a result of not feeling well last week is about slowing down. And I usually am trying to and keep my broadcasts and videos in a particular timing. But there's sometimes when there's information that I just need to give you, and it may take a little time um, than I normally do. But I'm just going to go at a good pace, um, but I'm not going to rush. I'm going to really breathe and take my time um, and really give you this information because it is important, and I think it will be helpful to you, especially for the times that we're in. So first I want to start off with 
the elemental wisdom for the week because on Friday it was the 13th. And in the elemental wisdom, that translates into a nature week opening up. And here's the opportunities because, you know, we twirled into that nature week here in this nature month. So there's that um, double vibration of nature, of the nature energy. And, of course, nature is all about change. And so this week the opportunity is about being flexible. I can't stress that enough. Trust the process. Surrender your attachment to your plan. When we make up what we think is the best way for our dreams to come true, we are sure to be disappointed. Trust that the universe, with its unknowable ability to make things happen in the right way and at the right time, is more powerful than your brain or that of any other human. Want it to be right more than just wanting it. Let go of trying to figure it all out. Do what is right in front of you to do at the present time and know that more will be revealed. Connect with the magical and tricky energy of the nature element, whether that is in the form of plants, flowers, trees, animals, or humans, to help you accept the greater order and direction you are being asked to experience. So interesting how aligned this message is with what I'm going to be talking about um, tonight in my spiritual spill, which is about moving out of arrogance and into reverence, because one of the first distractions for this week to be on guard for is, guess what? Yeah, being arrogant and or stubborn. Also attempting to change a no into a yes, perceiving things as win-lose, despairing and trying to go back to a place that you know best, also known as trying to squeeze back through the hole. And last but not least, beating yourself up for the situations and or outcomes over which you have no control. Now, this coming Friday, we're going to be entering into an Earth Week on the 20th, and that'll be a time to demonstrate your ability to be generous, and I'll share that with you the next time I broadcast. Moving right into the astrological forecast and information for this week. Very interesting that after such an extremely rocky start to August, the planets shift into a heavier and, I mean, a happier heavens dance um, as Venus is entering into its domicile sign of Libra. So prepare for a rather lovely week of five significant planetary aspects filled with happiness, pleasure, and surprises around every corner. And that's from Kyle Thomas. Now, um, we really did have a really rocky start. Like I told you, those oppositions and squares up against sextiles and trines, and it was just like, ah, it was crazy. It's a wonder I didn't get sicker. Um, but now we do get some relief this week. So here's what you want to be on the lookout for. It's starting tomorrow on the 16th. The onset of the week is magnetic Venus entering into her domicile sign of Libra. This will be, this will bring a collective ease to all of our relationships, offering opportunities for union, agreement, and harmony. Astro Butterfly says, 
when love comes to town, the goddess of love and relationships is at home in Libra. No matter what your Venus sign is, you will love Venus in Libra. She goes on to say, your relationships will improve because Venus in Libra just knows what makes people tick. You will feel better about yourself too because Libra brings balance and promotes a healthy relationship with your feelings. Venus is such an important planet because it tells us how we feel about life. It describes our quality of life in general. When Venus is at home in Libra, the world feels like a good place to be in. I love that. Yeah. And then the, on the Wednesday, the 18th, we get Mercury conjuncting with Mars in Virgo. Now, Mars is domicile in Mars. I mean, Mercury is domicile in Mars and exalted in Virgo. So it is operating at full capacity. You can't get a better transit for bringing your Mercury ideas to life. The great thing about Mercury conjunct Mars is that this time you're not only talking about your ideas, you're also taking action. When Mercury and Mars also trine Uranus in Taurus, you know you're up for some exciting developments. Yes, yes, yes. How wonderful. Now, on the same, no, on the next day, on the 19th, this is like really, really sweet, really good, because we get Uranus going retrograde in Taurus while the sun in Leo is opposing Jupiter in Aquarius. Kyle Thomas, the other astrologer I like on astrology.com, he says, August 19th is one of the most dazzling days of the year, despite the mighty sun in Leo opposite Jupiter in Aquarius. Our lives will be filled with happiness and euphoria as breakthroughs, victories, and fortunate rain down and fortune rains down upon us. We will be feeling larger than life and eager to grow in every way that we can. A lucky streak will appear, especially in regards to previous hard work finally paying off. Woo-hoo. I can't wait. Now, here's what Astro Butterfly says. She says, when outer planets like Uranus go retrograde, their energy is intensified. So from a few days before and a few days after August 19th, you can expect Uranus serendipities, revelations, and illuminating insights. Uranus brings clarity even and especially when it goes retrograde. Uranus station will make you more aware of the subtle energies and information that surround you all the time, but are usually more difficult to access. When you tap into Uranus's energies, when you align yourself with Uranus, you are on the same frequency as the universe and gain incredible insight and clarity. Wow. Wow, wow. It makes all that beginning rocky, hard stuff at the beginning of August worth it. To get to that level of clarity and alignment, yeah, definitely, definitely. So heads up for next Sunday because on August the 22nd, we will have a second lunation, second full moon in a row in Aquarius. Highly unusual. 
and Astro Butterfly says, every time we have two lunations in the same sign, and this doesn't happen too often, the universe gives us a chance to make things right. Yes, 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 yes. I will leave these astrological references, the links um, to Kyle and Astro Butterfly in the description box below my YouTube video, and I will make a good effort to try and post them onto my Facebook um, group and to my Facebook page. Just a reminder that next Sunday, the 22nd, it is our monthly Earth Day. And right now on the website for Earth Day, they are doing the Global Earth Challenge. This is the world's largest ever coordinated citizen science campaign, and it's working to integrate existing citizen science projects as well as build the capacity for new ones. It empowers people around the world to help monitor and mitigate threats to the environment and human health in their community. And you can learn about that at their website, www.earthday.org backslash campaign backslash global dash earth dash challenge. And I will put that up in my um, video. Um, also, you can take some simple acts of green also on the website, as well as climate, you can get climate change information and actions also on the website. And please remember that together, even though, you know, the UN put out its report that we are really in rough shape, we are really threatening the extinction of all living life on this planet. But we still have a chance to make this place habitable for the seven generations that come after us. So everybody, do your part. No matter how small you think it is, it all matters. It all matters. So my spiritual spill for tonight, here's my overview. I'm going to talk again about the great shift up evidence and the moving from denial to acceptance. Review that quickly with you. And then I'll talk about why arrogance is an issue and how to move into reverence. Yeah. And, of course, I will share with you a personal growth opportunity, a PGO. My quote for tonight comes from Gary Zukav and from his original um, edition of Seat of the Soul, in fact, from Chapter 3 on reverence. And Gary said, an attitude of reverence is the atmosphere, the environment in which the multi-sensory personality evolves. It is a sense of richness and fullness and intimacy of being. It creates compassion and acts of kindness. Without reverence, without the perception of the holiness of all things, the world becomes cold and barren, mechanical and random at the same time. And this creates experiences of alienation and acts of violence. It is not natural for us to live without reverence because that separates us from the basic energy of the soul. Wow, yeah, real powerful. So this great shift up, 
And it is a shift up into really connecting with more of the truth of who we are. It's what the age of Aquarius has come to do. It's helped to raise humanity up into the more evolved species that we have become. And so this great shift up is bringing lots of disruption, like I talked about previously, the indisputable deadly climate and weather shifts, the deadly variants of COVID, and the great resignation, people leaving out of jobs, and not just because of COVID came, but because they're not happy, they're not fulfilled, they feel um, burdened by work, they're tired of living for a paycheck or living by the clock. They want to be expressed. They want to be created. They want to live on purpose. So there has been great denial going on. And I talked about how that's an expression of deep fear. And to move out of that fear, we have to face. We have to face it. Yeah, because the ultimate fear is about death, I talked about. And that only by accepting our mortality. The fact that we really are going to die. I don't care how much um, Botox you use. I don't care how many Pilates exercises you do. At some point, your body is going to give out and you're not going to be here, okay? Yeah. Now, your physical self is temporal, but it's your soul that lives on. And so just imagine if we could get past the fear and the attachment to the physical and start to embrace this beautiful, eternal aspect of ourselves, which is called the soul, and to begin to work in a more soulful way in terms of how we live, how we do our work. And um, I talked about how moving out of the denial about this great shift up requires a courageous shift into a healthy, higher consciousness. In other words, you've got to want to become conscious of when you're in fear, when you're choosing fear, and when you are not allowing yourself to be present to the truth of what is really going on. I also talked about we can't do this alone, that we do need support for safety and encouragement. So let me talk about arrogance, because Arrogance is a denial of the greater order and direction that exists in this universe. It's an a-spirituality. It's the absence of a God. Yeah. Now, the word arrogance comes from the Latin arrogantia, meaning presumption, pride, haughtiness, all very egoic or externalized understandings of who we are and what life is about, right? This is a limited belief system, folks. It's a limited belief system. This is thinking you know when you can't possibly know, but you believe you do know, and so you try to convince others. Yeah, that's some real arrogance there. It's inflexibility, needing to be right more than needing to be aligned with the truth. It is only through truth that we can access a higher experience of our humanity. Now, it's true that Western culture, especially since the plague and the Renaissance, has been based on, founded on an arrogance. And look what it's done. Yeah, it's brought the world to the brink of extinction for all living things. So it's time for us to move out of our 
arrogant belief system, you know, that presumption that we can know anything. And I have a lot of respect for people like Albert Einstein and other soulful uh, scientists that the more they open up and learn, the more math they do, the more they're like, oh, my God, there's no way we will ever figure it all out. But we can make some good guesses, and with the grace of God, uh, we can learn some things we need to know so that we can take care of ourselves and take care of others. You know, like there's purpose in it. It's not just science for science's sake. So to move out of arrogance, we have to accept and surrender to a greater order and direction at work in the universe, the world, and our lives. And I don't care what you call it. I don't care what form it takes for you. I'm talking about really understanding that right now something is breathing you that you are not breathing yourself. And that if you try to stop the breathing right now, short of suicide, you, you just won't be able to do it, you know. You, you, you can't stop it. So there are these involuntary functions that are going on for us as human beings that we're not making up. We're not making that up. There's a greater force, a mysterious force, something that we call a God or we call Allah, we call Buddha, we call music, whatever. But clearly it's unknowable. It's unfathomable. But it exists. It's just like the wind, right? You know, when people talk about, you know, belief systems and whatnot, it's like, yeah, the wind, you can't see it. But you talk to those people in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and what happened to them this week when that wind came through, that straight wind, and uprooted trees, trees that were in concrete, okay? Yeah. So what is that, you know? What is that? You can't just talk about the barometric pressure was up and this and that. No, honey. There's something bigger than a barometric pressure. <laughs> something big going on. So here's a contemplative exercise to help you move out of arrogance and into reverence. Reverence is, as Gary Zubek said, you know, that attitude that is the atmosphere, the environment of an evolved human being, what he calls a multi-sensory person. So we want to have reverence for all life so that we can be here on this planet and make it habitable for the seventh generation. We have a responsibility to do that. So part of it is, is that we've got to understand that our human knowing is limited. It's limited. And so we need to tap into some higher, wider, wiser <laughs> entities within the universe. And, uh, I do believe we are connected to it all, but I also know that if you're not willing to believe that it exists and that it's there for you to connect with, then you won't get access to it. So we've got to let go of our arrogance. And here's what I recommend. Because arrogance is a belief system rooted in fear, it requires energetic support for relief. So... I suggest that you set an intention to become conscious of what you are being arrogant about regarding yourself and your life. 
And I know that most of us would probably say, I'm not arrogant. Somebody like, um, you know, a political figure or, you know, uh, maybe a movie star or something, that, that, those are my school principal, you know, those are arrogant people. I'm not arrogant, but yes, we are. All of us, all of us make presumptions. All of us have pride. All of us can be haughty in terms of what we are believing that we know and think we know, you know. So we all do experience and practice arrogance. So you want to really get access to that so you can shift it. So make a sacred request by writing something like this. Creator, all that is, I ask and thank you for enabling me to uncover my arrogance and move me into reverence. I receive, I receive, I receive. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ashe, or amen, or whatever. This is the way, whatever the, the accent on the end is for you. Now, next you're going to place your sacred intention on your altar for 24 hours, then release it in a fire or water ritual. And you can get guidance for that from my book, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery. Yeah, go on my website too. There'll be some information for you. Next, allow at least three days for rewiring, after which you will receive the clarity and acceptance energy you requested. Let the tears flow and reach out to family and or friends who can hold space for your healing experience. My Sarah saying for tonight is, peace is a state of consciousness that is as God is. It is whole. It has no boundary between you and me, us and them. Thank you, thank you, Mama Sarah, for that lovely, lovely quote. So I am closing out tonight, as always, with first thanking my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and to the entire Black Hole Be Well family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So gracious and uh, supportive of me when I was sick last week, and I really, really thank you for that. To all my regular listeners out there, to those of you who have wisdom walk with me and you know who you are, to my family on both coasts, to my spiritual kin everywhere, to my medicine brothers and sisters around the globe, to my transformational leadership colleagues, and to those who may be listening or watching for the first time. You know what? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I couldn't do this without you. And I am opening myself up to having a 1,000 subscribers to my YouTube channel by the end of the year. So if you haven't already, Please subscribe and like my videos, share them with family and friends, and thank you so much for supporting this work. Next week, I will conclude my spill on The Great Shift Up with a spill about isolation to collaboration. Yeah. The book. Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, available at Amazon, available through Kindle, Barnes & Nobles, and other online booksellers. The book will 
help guide you through these rituals that I talk about through the medicine wheel, give you a basic understanding of the medicine wheel and why it is so powerful. And you also learn a little bit about my story in taking on becoming a self-master of myself. Yeah. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me, keeps my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. So please have a healthy and safe nature week, being generous and compassionate to others and most importantly, to yourself. And because we're not out of this global pandemic, please wear your mask, the social distancing, and safe relating. Wash your hands frequently or spray your alcohol or rub your alcohol on. Avoid perceived safety and embrace the science safety. And most importantly, please remember, you are not disposable. In fact, you are divine. Good night now. I hope you enjoy Convergence, and, and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 